0: Hometown Ghost Stories contains serious and often distressing events and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. On this show, we have often talked about how the early 2000s was one of the worst decades ever for horror. But were there some hidden gems that managed to slip through the cracks and uh, stay relevant? We're going to talk about one of them today that possibly could be a great movie. We're covering The The Ring. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another Hometown Ghost Stories Horror Movie Review. I am your host, Rob. As always, I am joined by Dave. Hello, Rob. And also by Jesse. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're thrilled again for that you're here. Um, So today we're covering the movie Ring, and I've actually really been looking forward to covering this movie because I remember loving this movie when it came out. But surprisingly, I have not gone back and watched it until we talked about covering it. So seeing if it held up was going to be real interesting. But before we get into it, Dave, do you have a
1: synopsis for us? I do. The Ring, directed by Gore Verbinski. It sounds like just another urban legend. A videotape filled with nightmarish images leads to a phone call for telling the viewer's death in exactly seven days. Newspaper reporter Rachel Keller, played by Naomi Watts, is skeptical of the story until four teenagers all die mysteriously exactly one week after watching just such a tape. Allowing her investigative curiosity to get the better of her, Rachel tracks down the video and watches it. Now she has just seven days to unravel the mystery. Well, I'm hooked. That synopsis sounds terrifying. Yeah,
0: it's a great Uh, one, isn't it? (laughs) It is.
1: This is an important film, and this is one that I've I watched probably seven or eight times since I first saw it in the theaters back in 2002. I was in high school, and it's an important film because I feel like it had introduced Americans, myself particularly, to Japanese horror, which was a yeah. genre that I really wasn't exposed to before that. I wasn't even crazy into horror at the time, but this movie made me get into horror more, particularly Japanese horror. Wow, uh, this was a remake of the foreign film the Ring, uh, Ringu, or The Ring, which was filmed in 1998, which was Japanese horror. And another thing that's interesting about this movie is that it, it is a remake of a foreign film. It's an American remake of a foreign film, and a lot of American remakes of foreign films and horror are so bad. For instance, yeah. Martyrs, the 2008 French film by Pascal Logier. Was remade in 2015. It was abysmal. The Grudge in 2004, I thought was a good movie, but the original juon Japanese movie, I thought was a lot better. Dario Argento's Suspiria from 1977 was remade in 2018. I didn't think that was as good as the original. This one, The Ring, from 2002, I thought was at least as good as Ringu, if not a little bit better. And from for the most part, it stayed true to the original story. And any deviations for the most part were improvements like i thought some of the characters were better written in this version than in the 1998 version and i thought that they did a good job westernizing the story because the ringu japanese version was very sort of based on each eastern culture which mm-hmm. is fine but i thought they translated that well i loved this movie love it just
0: Just hands down, love this movie. I mean, you said you've watched it seven or eight times. Uh, One movie that I would throw into that mix that I thought was pretty close to the original was Let the Right One In, Mm -hmm. which is a movie that I want to review again. Let the Right One In is, to me, a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Either version that you watch is going to be great. But I I agree with you. Like, they, this was an eye-opening experience. You got to remember the time, 2002. And it's actually going to go into a little bit of what I talk about with this movie uh because there's a scene in this movie that is in every single horror movie from this time period and it's the internet scene like so there is a this scene where she goes in there and she starts like googling and like they do like this little like quick montage and she's
1: She's just yeah she's typing on it typing on a microwave yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) like every horror movie from the early 2000s had this scene where they're unraveling the mystery on the internet like (laughs) that like it was like it was like a mandatory thing go back and watch movies from this time period and people were just throwing this in every
1: single horror movie and they're so, all they're all google knockoffs too because they don't want to actually yeah. pay google so it's right. always just like some weird search engine
0: yeah so i like as that scene was happening i was just cracking up just thinking of like all the movies from this time period so did it, but- did
1: it drive you crazy and this this was probably before they created this feature Mm-hmm. Did it drive you crazy that she typed the thing in and then went and found the button search and clicked on the button search instead of just hitting enter? Yeah. <laughs> it drove it me lie. crazy. <laughs> you just wasted so much time. It took her forever to click that search button too. They had to let you know that she was searching,
0: right? Like yeah. that's, they had to they had to show it. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was funny. It's, it's very of its time. But the, also the point is we didn't have access, even though we had the internet then like you didn't know what to look for you didn't know there was a japanese horror thing like unless you were really really into it so this to your point dave this in the grudge really really opened our eyes to like there are other cultures that are making great films or it's terrifying films and we need to get access to them and it still took a while like because we still had a rely on some of these american remakes then you would start to see them pop up at blockbuster you would see juan pop up at blockbuster in the horror section so you would be able to get access to that but not but you're very limited on the ones you could see and now you have access to see all these movies and you should definitely like suspiria terrifying movie i have not watched the remake i've heard it's almost as good as the original but I, to your point super important for multiple reasons i think it I think it came along right after the slasher craze like Scream had kind of buttoned off the slashers for a little bit, even though there was some early 2000 slashers, which are all relatively abysmal. To be completely honest, there was not really good early 2000 slashers. And I think this was just a different horror. And I think at the time and hell, even now, I found elements
1: of this movie still really scary. To be absolutely it definitely kicked off the paranormal craze from the early 2000s which is still going now mm-hmm. it, you get these huge like subgenres in horror movies that changes throughout the decades you know you had the the satanic panic in the late 70s early 80s you had all the demon movies then the 90s you had the the slashers was like the late 80s, early 90s, and all the way throughout the slashers, the 90s was the slasher genre. And then this movie kind of kicked off the paranormal craze, the ring, the grudge, all the paranormal activity movies, all the conjuring yeah. movies. Yeah. So it was kind of this was the one that I really feel like catapulted us into that genre, which is kind of our, you know, kind right. of where we kind of where we land. So it was important in that aspect, too. And I think this movie absolutely stands up there were some good effects there were some good jump scares there were i mean there has you have that one classic i guess it was a jump scare right the the girl in the closet there with the face yeah i mean yeah, that, those, that effect jumped. <laughs> that effect alone is
0: is terrifying and you still see like reports of them making that particular um i don't want to call it a doll but like this life-size figure of the of this of of her. It it was creepy. And, and uh, what killed me about it though, this time rewatching it is like, they are like her heart stopped. They're like, what happened to the rest of her? Did you see what she looked like?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Just her heart stopped.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Her mouth is twisted. She's like, (laughs) you're like, what? Like that? Like if my heart stops, I hope I don't look like that afterwards. Um, Yeah.
1: No, that was a great, that was a great jump scare there. And you also have the iconic girl with the hair over her face. That Mm -hmm. is basically just become, and I get just that. It became a horror icon. You see it everywhere. You see it. People use it as their logos in for, in the horror genre. And this was the one that really kicked it off. So there was a lot. There was a lot to take from this movie, and it was really the acting was great. It was well shot. It was a classic. Gore Gore Verbinski's awesome, by the way. He's a great director. Mm -hmm. He's got some great. He's got some dud movies, but he has a lot of kick-ass movies he had this he had the, all the the first three pirates of the caribbean movies were awesome um several others but his i think that the his camera work and this was pretty good i like the lighting in this movie oh
0: so this is where we're gonna differ then
1: yeah you don't like the green kind of dismal I, I
0: hated as a man that uses a ton of filters on every single video that i produce like color filters and everything i'm producing something different the use of that green filter for literally every scene was distracting to me it's all and this might be me as someone that puts together videos like maybe other people don't notice it to me it was overly distracting completely over, overly distracting
1: it branded the film it was when you think the ring you think of that grayish greenish filter and it wasn't i didn't find it distracting i mean maybe i'm wrong because i'm conscious of it when i think of the ring i think of that filter but it, it kind of puts you in that dismal it like sucks you into that atmosphere of the movie it brings you into that dismal kind of dark like you're in a well almost it just brings that. you it brings you to a point where it's like any scene from that movie you're going to recognize it I, I i don't think it was overdone overdone like like you take a look at like the movie like skin of a where it's like dude relax all the filters. This is insane. You've used a seven. You used a, you, he bought a whole package of filters and was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll use all of them right now." i <laughs> applied every single one of them for the whole movie. But, anyways, this is not a Skidmore review. But I, I, I think I agree with you, Dave. Like, I, I think I, it, I didn't find it too distracting. I'll have to rewatch again and see if it pisses me off. But I don't think so. It's just, but you think of any scene from The Ring and you're thinking of that greenish look to it. I kind of liked it.
0: But I think I think the um, juxtaposition—my favorite word on this
1: show—where
0: mm-hmm. there was like two scenes, like quick scenes, where they didn't have the filter, and it was so like to me standout when they had those scenes without the filter that they could have done a little more of that to just show like to show something different to to highlight the tree or something like that to highlight a location, the sky in a certain place. And when they did do it, it was, it was noticeable for me anyways, like, Oh my God, it has all the color. And I felt like they should have used that in the storytelling a little bit more. So if you're going to use this green filter and then you are going to show some shots without the filter, have them be a little more meaningful than they were. Cause they didn't seem like they were overly meaningful in the moment. So that that's what I would have liked to have seen. Like maybe we would use it to know that everything wasn't okay at the end of it. Right. Like maybe in places that things are fine, we don't have that filter. And I know that's like really obvious and tropey or whatever, but I think it would have really enhanced the end of the film where if like we see them and we're like, wait a minute, why is everything still kind of like this washed out green look? when they just save this little girl and then you get like the phone call or something
1: like that to, uh, sh- to offshoot it. Yeah. I thought the kid who played Aiden was phenomenal in this movie. He was such a good, such a good actor, such an important part of the movie. And then Naomi, Naomi Watts crushed her as well. She was uh, she was very good in this movie, but the, we could talk about, uh, do you, I, I don't know if we want to hop into the ending already, but the, the way that it ended was so surprising because it really felt like you wrapped it up. She went into the well she took the body out, by the way, we're going to spoil the movie. So she found the body <laughs> and yes. she pulls it out of the water and the body's just like perfectly fine. And I'm like, dude, how would what, what she just fall in? You yeah. know? And then, but then they, they addressed it after. But at first I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Why? is
0: that? It, it was the dumbest skeleton you've ever seen. Yeah, it was kind of a <laughs> dumb skeleton.
1: Um, I thought that the, for, for it being early two thousands, yeah. the. Special effects of the body withering away was actually pretty well done. Yep, it was actually really cool. And then you, I th- felt like she should have had more of a reaction to the fact that she's holding a decomposed body. Maybe she like, like in that scene shouldn't she have been like, oh, it's decaying." But uh, I don't know. Maybe she didn't see it that way the whole way or something. But still, a great scene.
0: It it is a great scene.
1: The end yeah. is something I thought that the original movie actually did a little bit better. I think that the twist was better. So the difference, one of the main differences between the original 1998 Japanese film and The Ring is in the Japanese film you had, they they painted the girl in the well to be more of a tragic figure right up until the end. And the twist was like, oh shit, she's evil. That was a big twist. And it was very unsettling and scary. Whereas in the American version, she was evil. The entity was evil throughout the entire movie. So you didn't really get that fun twist at the end, although the twist that you did get was still a great twist. But I thought it was a little bit better and a little bit more purposeful in the original one. And that, I guess, is one thing I would say the 1998 version got a little bit better, but very minor. I also thought that the movie... Sorry, I think that the original movie was sort of a metaphor for... Japan's culture switching over to, or not really switching over, but the proliferation of technology. And they kind of wanted to to symbolize that by having the phone call and the videotape kind of symbolize that, which I thought was pretty cool. And I didn't think that translated as well in the American version. But I think everything else about the American version I liked a lot better. I loved...
0: I think, just, just I want to hit on the point. Yeah. Because I think they did try to make it a point when she's standing on the balcony and kind of looking at her neighbors and just seeing how ingrained everybody is like so that point is made because every house she looks at somebody is watching tv zoned out in front of the tv using the tv to babysit the kids so that they don't have to deal with the child um and nobody's like kind of living in the moment so i do think that they Maybe not as well as the original, but I do think they tried to make it a bit
1: of part of the plot a little bit. That shit went right over my head. <laughs> so a, yeah. <laughs> as we sit here staring at a computer screen talking to each right. other. I know. Right. We'd we refuse to get together in person. <laughs> we are the problem. So uh this was this was I loved the whole plot of this movie. I thought it was everything about it was really creepy. We've talked about the marketing campaign for this movie and other movie reviews in the past. So I don't want to beat the dead horse in that, but since we are talking about this movie now, we're actually reviewing it. I do want to mention this had one of the weirdest and creepiest marketing campaigns. And if you hadn't heard those earlier reviews where we did mention it, basically in a nutshell, when this movie came out, when they sent the packages to all the local video rental shops, Blockbuster or whatever else, typically, Typically, movies would send out like posters and cardboard cutouts of the actors and pamphlets and whatever other kind of swag. <laughs> mo- this movie just sent a video cassette with no label, <laughs> and it was just the movie from The Ring, just the, the clip from The the Ring of mm-hmm. that weird, almost like nightmare montage, and that was it. They sent nothing else along with it, which is I wonder if you still get those on absolutely eBay. hilarious. Oh, I bet you could. That'd be a fun thing to look up, See yeah. if you could find that. Be but uh, down. terrific terrific marketing campaign i don't know if it was an effective marketing campaign but it's definitely one of my favorite ones
0: yeah that's a good one um i want to hit on the actor that was like the boyfriend guy there did yeah, he the look ex- did he look familiar to you at all
1: yeah i mean he kind of looked like because i looked at up. i know it was wasn't like, luke wilson but it looked like him a little bit it looks like the other guy that looks like luke wilson but it's neither of them
0: mm.
1: so you want to know what
0: movie he was in recently yeah he He was the, uh, he was like the video producer in X, like the guy who was like
1: the ringleader that like, no way he was, was it really? Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. That's wild. Couldn't, uh, they couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, you can get one of those VHS tapes. They go for $300 on eBay right now. I mean, it's better than the the Babadook book, but I can understand uh, why this is just a, a VHS tape. I mean, still spending $300 for no. VHS tape is a lot, but it's- You can order it sealed. and never have any idea whether what you want is on it or not.
0: You, you could probably make it. You could probably just make it for that much money. I know. <laughs>
1: you, know? you could probably you make it, it in Adobe.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to point that out with him. Uh, so for me, the negatives, because I, I do think there is some, there's some negatives they are very minor. For me, it was the, Was the filter, right? Like the filter was a little wishy-washy for me. I understand that's not going to bother a lot of other people. I'm not, I'm not docking a ton of points for that. It is very of its time. It is very early two thousands. It, it, and for once, this isn't a complete negative because I still think it's an overall good movie. Like a lot of the early 2000 movies are bad, um, and the other thing that I just kind of wanna like hit on really quick is I do think it was just a touch too long like i, I think that it was you almost could, two hours yeah, I think you could you could have um cut this down a little bit, and I wanna talk about a part of the movie that just really bothered me like this was the dumbest part of the entire movie. She's on the ferry, okay. The horse, And and she walks up to the horse to pet it through the, through the thing. And she like goes to reach in and the horse is terrified. The horse wants nothing to do with her in that situation. It's not your horse. What would you do? I would leave it alone. You would leave the horse alone. And she like, she's like, Oh no horse. I'm fine. You'll see. And she's like, just continues to try to like, I have to prove
1: myself (laughs) to
0: this horse.
1: she Why has to just,
0: leave the she has horse to solidify
1: alone. that she is a basic white bitch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can we just leave the horse alone? And then the horse dies because of her incompetence. Like that was your fault. Also other little thing. I mean, that was
1: my, a, that was a disturbing scene though.
0: It was super it was disturbing. One of the most disturbing. it's all her fault.
1: Sure. <laughs> like just walk away. Just get away from it. Go find something else to do on this ferry. I I know know this horse is (laughs) rest. Yeah.
0: Um, The other thing that killed me, like, I don't know why I found it funny because it shouldn't be a funny scene. When when the old man offs himself.
1: Oh, Brian Cox with the bath in the toaster and he
0: just creates the biggest like contraption to do it he's got the he's got the power surge protector over his shoulders of
1: 900
0: (laughs) cords coming out of it it's (laughs) like he set up the game mousetrap or something like it just took you five years to build this you could have done anything
1: else like he doesn't he doesn't want to go hopping in the bath and all of a sudden all it does (laughs) is blow a fuse he's gonna walk all the way down and reset it yeah it
0: was it was just like killing me i'm like dude that's too much you went too far like there's there's other ways. This is this was the worst way to choose. So um that I probably would have done that scene a little bit different if it was me, but you know, these are <laughs> these are minor <laughs> nitpicks that just kind of took me out of it a little bit. Um and she chases him af- up the stairs after he like punches her too. Like yeah, it just like, like keeps antagonizing him, like maybe you should leave. Like yeah. <laughs> I think you should leave.
1: Just, yeah, just leave him at that point. <laughs> yeah. Like he, him and his toaster deserve each other.
0: But I mean, this this movie is relatively terrifying. the The video is actually super creepy the first time you see it. it it's really
1: jarring visually, like it's pretty creepy every time. Other than the CGI ladder, it's like why don't you just get a real ladder and push it over? Why would you CGI a ladder? But the okay. rest of the video was was cool. I thought it was interesting. Like you had like all like the maggots kind of swarming, and then they all turn to like people swimming. It was, it was, it was just a really cool put together video. Yeah.
0: Um, Samara is terrifying in this movie. She is
1: very creepy, very scary. Was it one of the first like contortion ghost movies where they kind of move in that weird broken up kind of way? Cause that, I mean, that's, I feel like that's another horror trope that was spawned from this movie. If it wasn't, it definitely like perfected it and people kept doing it because of this movie is what oh, I would they say. Love they love it. The uh, mother of S- Samara's mother in the movie. I thought she was great. Why well, was she like, maybe it was the filters. Maybe it was just her face, but like she just turned and looked at the camera. I'm like, this is the scariest woman I've ever seen. It yeah. is. <laughs> Scarier than Samara. It's just this, this woman. In a black just the dress. framing,
0: right? Like just the way they framed everything. Yeah.
1: Um, when she and plastic bagged not, that girl, when she plastic bagged her face, like, I mean, we were all expecting her to push her down the well there, right? I just wasn't expecting her to go, wow, just whipped out that plastic bag real quick. She just yeah. has that look to her. Like, she's exactly. not, she's not saying anything, but if she did, I would listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and then it has the the iconic scene of Samara coming out of the TV. I think the first time that I ever saw that, it was, it was a jaw dropping moment. It like so it maybe good. maybe it's nothing to people now but like that was like you it was something you just did not expect to see It, it just really took you aback when that ha- you're just literally your jaw dropped while you were watching this scene it, It's so good um it just just iconic. it's just an iconic scene. it's an iconic movie it there, there's so much good to say about it there there's not a big negative.
1: When you say this movie was of its time, and I know you said that's not completely a negative, I could spin that so that it's a positive and agree with you that it's of its time, but it's because it spawned so many horror tropes that everybody else tried to copy and knock off and use. This was one of the originals. And when this movie came out, some of these scenes that if you watch it now, you say, yeah, I've seen this a million times. What's so special about this movie? This movie started it. This one kicked it off. This movie reshaped horror from the late nineties and everything before it to what we're seeing now with a lot of these paranormal tropes that we roll our eyes at now, but they're tropes because they work and they worked, they worked first here. A lot of that.
0: That's not what I meant when I said that, what I meant is like, you just know this is an early two thousands movie more so than anything, not the tropes or anything like that. Like as soon as you put this movie on, um, It almost has that scream like opening, right? Where, yeah. uh, So it just, everything feels very late 90s, early 2000s about it, especially in the beginning. I actually don't like that opening scene in the very beginning. I think there's too much exposition there. And it's like weird because it's the girl that didn't watch the tape that's explaining the tape. I thought that was a weird choice. I think if you're going to go with anyone to explain it, have it be the one that watched
1: it. Well, you got I, the I, one that you got the one that heard the legend, and the one that maybe didn't know the legend so much, which is why she watched it. Otherwise, maybe she wouldn't have watched it. I think it kind of makes sense. I didn't dislike the way the movie opened. It did feel like it was going to be a slasher. When it opened right, <laughs> so, right. So it almost was. It was like a ghost slasher, technically. Mm-hmm. It was like a yeah. hybrid of the two. Yeah, it's an interesting I, movie.
0: It's. I think it's great. Um I do think they tell you what's going to happen, but it's so subtle that it's the scene where she's watching her in the doctor's office and she's having the conversation with the doctor and she's like, it's just not going to stop happening. I'm sorry. Basically like it's going to continue. And that was them telling you that even if they found her, it's this isn't stopping. Like she is going to keep killing like everyone that she can. And the other jarring scene is when you find out the twist and the son's like, did you find her? And she's like, yeah, we found her. We we helped her. We got her out of the well. And the son just like his eyes shoot open. And he's like, why did you help her? You weren't supposed to help her. And that's when you go, oh, shit. That was your oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. shit moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was done really, really well.
1: It so. was. Because you thought yeah. they solved it. You thought they figured it out. Right. They cracked the case and it was over. And and if it ended there, it would have been kind of lame, actually. But I, I actually
0: know. wouldn't have minded it. Like because it because it would have been a
1: conclusion. It would have been too it, much conclusion.
0: It would have sense,
1: though. Closure and too close to a happy ending. But not really. The
0: mysteries unraveled, you find the body. Like, I mean, I know it's cliche, but at least it's it would have made sense.
1: It, with horror movies, is like like I've said all along, like there's only a few ways to end them exorcism um solve solve it like you thought you were getting in this one or just pure chaos right yeah. or everyone dies i don't know but well, this they, one they, wasn't this one wasn't really any of those cuz it wasn't pure chaos but it was almost like the your protagonist was presented with a presented with an ultimatum and the ultimatum was you have to pass this on to somebody else knowing it could kill them but it's going to absolve you and it's really a, a difficult situation. It's that, you know, if you could do this and get a million dollars, somebody else in the world dies, would you do it? Someone you never met. Yes. And that's essentially what this is. <laughs> <laughs> Rob spent zero time making that decision. <laughs> yeah. He was, I, know, I didn't hear you he said. You <laughs> said yes <I> immediately. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So it's one of those, an ultimatum that was – presented to the the protagonists and they had to make the tough choice. So it's almost, there's no chance for a happy ending there. And it's a real, it's one that makes you think. Yeah. It's hopping to some reviews.
0: Um, Why don't you just go ahead and give it your five, Dave?
1: Yeah. It's getting a five for me. (laughs) It's too, it's such an important movie. It's one of the, it's like I said earlier, it kind of kicked off the whole paranormal craze of the early two thousands into even today. it, it's it spawned so many horror tropes that work so well and they become tropes because they work well. And they came from this one. I'm repeating myself, but yeah, so it's a five. <laughs> Jesse. I'm assuming you asked me. Uh, yeah. It's a five for me as well. It was, it was uh, one of the most horrifying movies that I ever, I had ever seen when I was young and rewatching it, it was still just as horrifying. And I, I was going into this expecting that I'm like early two thousands, cgi is going to be awful and actually it it held up so i i thought it was ahead of its time and it was good
0: all right i was gonna give it a 4.8 because of like my little nitpick gripes that were real small but i think they're just too minor so i'll just give it a five because i think it is important i think to jesse's point the cgi stuff is still really good for for how old it is um
1: i think they just knew how to use it they do yeah. not to try and go crazy. Mm-hmm. And you think about how many horror movies came out after this, like year, like the thing, the remake of the thing in 2012 or whatever that was, some of the worst CGI I've ever seen in my life. And this came out 10 years after it's yeah. like, they just knew their limits. They're like, let's not overdo it with the CGI. And they did it. They, they, it was executed.
0: Yeah. I mean, and to your point, it's not used a lot, but when it's used, it's used effectively and they just knew what they were doing so that's gonna do do we have any closing thoughts other than it's a five you should if you have not seen this movie i don't think it's gonna feel overly dated if you watch it i think you might be like all right this is a little uh predictable but i think it's to dave's point it's probably because you've watched 20 movies since this movie that have taken a lot of creative direction from it. So, when you watch it it's sort of like we said with Evil Dead. Remember that just because you've seen it 20 times, you didn't see it 20 times until this movie came out. So, this was sort of like an OG. If you didn't have this movie, you would not have The Conjuring, you would not have Insidious in the way that you have them. In my opinion, I, I just agree. don't I just don't think that they would have they those movies would exist in their current form if it wasn't for the for the uh ring so
1: that's my phone yeah. that's my closing thoughts i like it all right let's thank our patrons real quick for our vips we have ellison v garrett genie r justin t lisa j mike oubliette blake mom and pops w robert h demon king and inspires gaming thank you guys so much we also have ambi rose anna c chris c donnie n lily jake v janice g matthew t papa squash peach smoothie we have Rachel B, Randy C, Sarah Cook, Stephanie A, Sydney B, Al Capone, Anthony T, Ashley M, Brandon W, Brennan B, the McSlugs, Cody G, Hooska. Hooska. Awesome. Did I miss that on Tuesday's show? I, I, was, I was waiting to do it and you didn't say it. I'm like, I must geez. have skipped right I, over Hooska. I think you well, might sorry. have missed well, a bunch. Just so you know I, can I felt like you missed a lot on Tuesday's episode. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Sorry, guys. Just for that, we'll say Hooska again. Hooska! Hooska! Castle. Thank you so much. We also have Huggy Bear, Joe R., Kira Lee J., Mark M., Mariah M., Nuthouse Queen, Paul from St. Louis, Sam from the Paul, Sarah R., Scotty L., Solar Flare, Soph Hooper, and the other reach will be. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. $3 a month. You can get early access to these videos, horror movie reviews, as well as bonus horror movie reviews, and all other sorts of content, including never before seen footage from investigations and um, other stuff as well. So thank you to all our patrons and we appreciate you.
0: And that's going to do it for this episode of horror movie reviews, where you can jump in the discord, shoot us an email, recommend some movies that you want us to see, and we will do our best to watch them. We have a long list, but uh, we're trying to get through them. So this one was a
1: request, wasn't it?
0: This was a request. I think it was from Stephanie if i recall correctly lined up really well with the episode we did this week just was not planned and it just both had a little girl in a well very interesting the way that um, the simulation runs sometimes but all right we're it's gonna do it for us we will catch you next time peace